Hey, this is Steve. I'm here with Denny and some special guests on Power Athlete Radio. Um, what's up, Denny? Not much. How you guys doing? We're doing good. We're here with Callie Hinsman from Power Athlete HQ and Aaron Bell from CrossFit South Bend in Indiana. What's up, Aaron and Callie? hey Hey, guys. Just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think uh, what we normally do is start talking about the open wads. And uh, this week, um, I'd like to get everyone's impression on 13.3 and 13.4. Um, 13.4 is a short little couplet of power cleans and toaster bars. And what was 13.3? Uh, 150 wall balls. Oh, yeah, I, that's right. Yeah. I purposely erased that from my memory. And that's then I blacked out after that. So yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so did, did you guys do 13.3? I did. Of course. Yeah. Of course. What'd you get? Um, I got, um, one muscle up. So I am exactly one rep better than I was last year. So awesome. <laughs> you know us our athletes we're not exactly muscle of people my people uh so um we, i don't know i don't really train that movement but uh but i was just happy that i could uh you know do that much better than last year fantastic How about yeah you i got uh 205 so i got into 55 of the double unders and i i tried to pace myself on the wall ball that's not really one of my favorite exercises to do and no. my initial goal was to do three sets of 25 and then kind of maybe do another set of 25. And that that all went out the window uh, probably like on my second set. I think it turned out to to go something like a set of 15, 15, 15, 10s, and then a bunch of fives. And when yeah. I got to the double unders, it wasn't like was wearing concrete shoes, yeah. but it just, yeah. it took a second to kind of get the, the rhythm going. Cause I was just used to that full squatting and then, uh, I just kind of knocked it out and you know, that, that time creeped up on me, but I was happy with what getting over 200, you yeah. know, the double yeah. unders usually, uh, that's kind of an exercise that goes in handstand pushups. I think just came to me when I first started CrossFit. So I was, my goal was to get to the muscle ups, but oh well, so be it. Yeah, maybe, maybe next year we can actually say that because, uh, it seems to be like a repetitive workout. So, yeah, yeah. I, I realize the reason why they're repeating them, but it seems like lack of creativity to me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it seemed, yeah, I kind of had the same impression when I saw it come out. And I'm not exactly sure what they're getting at, but I guess uh, we're all comparing ourselves to ourselves, ourselves uh, yeah. the year before. So that, that's, a, I guess, a good thing for anyone to improve on. Yeah, definitely. Aaron, did you do it? <laughs> uh, I did one wall ball. To nice. In, in, the, uh, in the running. I'm really fine to help the gym. Uh, in case anything heavy comes up to really help their cause, getting to regional. So um, we'll see. Maybe I can help them out this week with clean and jerks. There you go. Nice. Yeah, I ended up getting three muscle-ups, but on my first rep, I basically shit the bed, went like totally <laughs> extended, internally rotated. Oh. My My judge, who's one of my training partners, like seriously was like, can you use your arms? And, I was like, <laughs> and then I just jumped up and did a triple and I was like, yeah, it's not worth it. You know, I had, I had maybe 50 seconds left and I was like, forget about it. My shoulders are smoked. So 
Um, what about 13.4? What is? What are you guys thinking about 13.4? I did it last night. No uh, way. No way. Give us, give totally us some. Uh, <laughs> give us some strategy. Yeah, what'd you get? Uh, uh, so I, I think that I, I pretty much like um, when it's a short workout like that and a light weight for me, I, I think I go too slow. And so I got, I got almost 18 full rounds, and I, I'm sure that if I did it, I could get through a full like uh, 18. Um, I don't know. The weight is, uh, is light for women. I think it, it's taxing for men, though, 135. Um, and all I can say is it's a forearm burner, you know? I, I think I, I could have kept moving if I, if I wasn't such a, a pussy and I was, you know, my forearms are burning and, um, yeah, just, just need to kind of mentally prepare myself to suffer a little bit more. And then I know for sure I'll, I'll, I'll be my last. Did you, did you clean and go into, it's like a push press so you can keep your feet at hip width and not so you don't have yeah. to waste time going I like, did. You know yeah, what? I, right? I I uh I cross I crossfitted the shit out of it. I uh so I, I did it exactly <laughs> like that. Um and uh you know I'm not proud of it, but um <laughs> when you're when you're crossfitting, do us crossfitters, you know? Right, right. No, I'm just saying, I mean any you wanna try to avoid any wasted movement. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Just kinda just keep the, the keep the bar thing. moving. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I have no I idea. Thought, I would have liked to see the weight increase each round. Yeah. I think that would really separate of people. Of course. Of I, course. I agree wouldn't with we, you. Wouldn't we all? <laughs> I, uh, I, too, I think 135 is so light that you can basically just, I mean, after a couple of rounds, you're just going to be smoked in the lungs. Um, yeah. You know, and then hanging on that dumb bar. That's just, you know. But, yeah, I would have liked to see maybe like – I mean, we snatched in thirteen one. We snatched sixty kilos, right? So it right. should have yeah. been maybe like one eighty five. One eighty five would have really separated the pack. Yeah, I think my yeah, advice think suggests me to go a little more like balls out from the beginning. You know, it's seven minutes is not a long time. It actually, goes by really quickly. So that's kind of our our domain anyway. So yeah, yeah. People talk about pacing. I just feel like pedal to the metal and just you know, it's about fitness. So yeah, pacing. Yeah. It's, a, it's a workout. I don't know. It seems dumb to me. All right. Well, that's cool. Um, so, Danny, you got some questions from Callie, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I was kind of, you know, this, the whole uh, getting across the power athlete coaches on is something to be excited about. And it's the first time that I've got to talk to Callie. I know we just became Facebook friends, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we go way so back. That's, yeah, that's cute. That's cute. We're we're basically family. I mean, we're yeah, basically I mean, gonna yeah. spend Christmas together. I think. But <laughs> well, I just wanted, I was hoping maybe you could just tell everybody a little bit about your background and sure. and what are you training for? You know, sure. absolutely. Um, you know, I came uh, from DC all the way up to California to work with CrossFit football and. Prior to that, I mean, my basic uh, background is is powerlifting, and I only, you know, fairly recently with the onset of CrossFit, I only started CrossFit probably two and a half years ago or so. That when I got into Olympic lifting and um, and then strongman stuff, and and it kind of evolved from there. But um, that's, that's my wheelhouse is powerlifting. So CrossFit football was a very natural progression for me, and. Um, you know, my old training partner, Tex, still in DC, who, uh, works with CrossFit football as well. Um, he's the one that, uh, pushed me to get involved with football. And, um, I, you know, was so pleased to find something that was so 
in line with, I'm sure you guys can relate to this and a lot of the listeners can, um, so in line with my sort of, um, I guess my training ethos and my methodology and, and how I believe that like movements should be performed and the emphasis on power and speed um, and, and just on, on basically good movement. And I was, I was really impressed with football and I followed it, followed it for uh, about a year before I competed at Occupy Strength. And then, you know, one thing led to another and I um, got involved and started talking more and interjecting myself more on the blogs and uh, for, for better or for worse, I ended up, I ended up all the way out here. So <laughs> that's cool. Did you, um, was there other females at your former affiliate, former affiliate that were mm -hmm. training across the football program as well? No, um, there were, there were a few, a handful of guys that were really, um, avid football followers and, uh, you know, we knew them quite well, and um, there weren't any females at the time who followed football exclusively, like t like uh, myself. And um, so that, in and of itself, um, you know, it it was like an instant sort of uh, I don't know, it just felt like an instant thing that we would, I'm sure, like you guys feel, we would do it every day, even you know, when following football, come in on a Saturday and, uh, you know, wake up early to do it on a Saturday, drive all the way to the gym or walk to the gym or whatever and, and get the workout out of the way. You know, God, those Saturday workouts are terrible anyways. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are terrible. So what if uh, going with the power athlete theme, what is it that you train for? So I, I think that um, I train for strength. I want to feel strong. And I firmly believe that uh, – since I started making such a huge focus in, in my training, uh, a very strength-biased focus, everything in my life is easier and not just, uh, I mean, literally everything. So everything from carrying groceries to putting top on my Jeep to, um, to doing a CrossFit open workout. I mean, uh, it's, it's just really interesting to me how much transfer there is to uh, Olympic lifting and um, just wads in general, my ability to suffer. I just think that that strength base has been king for me. And as long as I'm getting stronger, I'm happy. That's what I, that's what I'm training for. No, I mean, not to mention, it just kind of keeps you sane too. You uh -huh. know, the, the training. That's awesome. So that's what are awesome. Your, so yeah, that is awesome. And as a, as an older dude with like little ones, that's how I feel. Just want to be strong. Basically just want to be stronger than my kids when they grow up. Right. <laughs> um, so, so Callie, what are your, what are your stats? Um, what are your Olympic, <laughs> I got, I mean, like your measurements, what are your, um, what are your, yeah, what's your, what's your size? Comparing mine. This, uh, um, this, this radio interview is really taking a turn. Taking a turn? Um, what are is your, this what are Playboy your, radio or? I don't think it's I'm just saying. <laughs> um, uh, the, the listeners will expect nothing, nothing less from me. Um, I mean, I, my, I, I, my, my best, my best lifts are, I mean, my bench presses has gone up like even, you know, we, we went and we did like a Bulgarian method, or I have to say I did it on my own for a while, which you guys are familiar with, like a lot of one rep maxes and, uh, and that's pretty brutal, but I saw my lifts go up. I mean, some of the lifts that I'm most proud about is my bench went up to 182, nice. um, and my body weight is about 148, 149 right now. Um, and let's see, my, everything overhead went up a ton. So my, my jerk up to 215. Um, from like 175, which is like laughable now to me. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I still struggle with, uh, squat. It's pretty low for, I think for, for what I should be doing. 
I'm squatting around 255, 260, and um, uh, deadlift blows. Um, and yeah, yeah, I mean, those are kind of those are those are kind of my those are kind of my stats. I mean, uh, the the deadlift needs a lot of work. I think um, I don't know. I'm just I'm not a puller. I'm a pusher for sure. I like the bench pressing. What do you? What do you think of these guys who have weak ass bench presses? Oh my god! It, you know, it, uh, they can deadlift the, the house, huge squat, right. you know, beautiful power cleans, and then just pussy ass yeah. bench press. Yeah, I don't know. It's so weird. I I know what came first, chicken or the egg type scenario. It's like bench press is a bad word to people because when I was growing up, I feel like all I did was bench press and calf raises and shrugs. <laughs> so that's all you need, right? <laughs> Oh, I know. It's, I look, it's the American way. I look back and I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? But the one thing I can't say <laughs> is the bench press is the most functional of all those things. And yeah, I don't know why more people are, they're just uh, in, in their mind. I think everything is, is a, is a vertical press. And that's the emphasis in, in CrossFit. And, you know, I understand why, um, but for our sport and for just out of um for muscle balance and and shoulder girdle stability and transfer to overhead presses i mean why wouldn't you want to train bench press more and man i talk about that for hours with people and uh it just it's it is sort of appalling because uh but it but it also is you know it separates the boys from the men if you ask me so <laughs> it's also good awesome man, i was i, I love seeing say again? i was going to say i was glad to see aaron's uh, when when you posted that in a, your whole program leading up to your your meet yeah. that you included bench press, I was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I avoided the bench for a long time, and and I don't know if this is a typical case, but the reason I did is because in college I did like the muscle fitness workout. You know, I didn't have anyone really working with me, so I I I bent every day. What happened was say, I destroyed again, my shoulders, Aaron, like can just. You, can you, um, you, you hear me? Waking up. Okay. Um, I know. For me, the reason I avoided bench for a long time is because in college I benched all the time and destroyed my shoulders, like yeah, like horribly destroyed them. So when I started doing um, any other type of lifting, I just avoided the bench like the plague. And I got up. I mean, in college, I benched four sixty-five. And that's what I did. I didn't squat. I didn't deadlift. I just benched. And so when I uh, when I hurt my shoulder, both of them, I just avoided it. And I've only recently got into it. Yeah, I think that's true. That's true for a lot of people too. And I think it also comes from lack of training as well. I mean, it's shocking to me, but um, I, I guess I'm sort of getting used to seeing people come to our seminars who who have a lot of experience with bench, but no experience bending well. And uh, so it, it's just interesting to me to see people, you know, push through the shoulder girdle and no, no, no wonder they're dealing with, uh, you know, overuse injuries and impingements because uh, the, the form is just, uh, it's just not where it needs to be, you know? Aaron, do you yeah, that was my problem. I'm just a big kid. Mm-hmm. Do you think adding or on the bench on your program leading up to your competition you think that helped get that uh what'd you get a 390 jerk yeah 390 clean jerk i know you guys want me to say that it did i don't know no, if it did. Honest, the reason dude. i started working in bench is that i don't know 
I don't know if it did. I think if you can your bench up to a respectable amount, I mean, it's got to it's got that impact. You're jerk just because you're trying to shoulder is going to be stronger. It's got to impact it. The reason I had bench there was to uh, boost my Occupy strength total because <laughs> that was where I had the most room to gain. <laughs> sure. But, nice. you know, I actually, now that I think about it, you know, if you're so crazy on the bench to strengthen that movement for yourself, and if you're struggling, you know, if you're struggling jerking like 315, let's say you can't get 315, it's if you if you can bench three thirty three forty three fifty your your structures that you know will be able to support that weight overhead. Hundred percent. So then it just becomes a technique issue. Hundred percent. I don't think that there's any question or any um uh I don't know question that my jerk went up as a result of my bench and my bench went up as a result of my jerk as well. I mean they just they kind of worked in conjunction with each other. So I agree. Awesome. Um, all right. So Aaron, we were talking about your, um, your meat and you had something like a, a high two, two seventy, two eighty power snatch, and then a three ninety clean and jerk. And, um, there's been some recent discussion on another blog about the benefit versus the, uh, sort of lack of benefit of doing the power movements. And I wonder your thoughts and I wonder Callie's thoughts on that. Well, I'll uh, I'll defer to whoever actually gets paid to tell people how to work out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on now, come on! You have opinions. You're a, you're a thinking individual. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, come on! Yeah, I have opinions, but uh, <laughs> well, I uh, the power. So the, I'll start with the power snatch. I was able to get the two eighty six power snatch. They call me for a press out. I don't know if you guys saw the video. I think that's bullshit, yeah. but, um, you know, they call what they call. But so for me, the reason I have power snatch is because full snatching is really inconsistent for me. Sure. Did we uh, lose? I think we lost Aaron. Oh, no. Do you want to pick where he was going? Let's see. Aaron, you still there? Aaron, oh. can Yeah, his, his audio was pretty bad anyway. So let, I mean, I think he's trying to come back on here, I think. But Callie, what are your thoughts on it? Um, you know, uh, I knew where he was going with this. We, you know, we kind of talked about it before, but, um, my, my thoughts on, on the power version, anybody who's been to our seminar, um, or understands the thought process behind crossing the football and the power athlete, it's, uh, it all comes down to what you're training for. And, uh, you know, that's kind of our, it sounds like a catch all phrase, but it really, it really does serve a in, in talking about Olympic lifting because what we're really, really focusing on is that vertical displacement, that that display of, uh, of, of dynamic power. And the higher you catch a bar, you know, um, the higher you're jumping. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not that complicated. Uh, when we receive the bar in that higher position, that means we're able to display weight much further. So for our athletes, we, we do love that. I mean, that just transfers to sport a lot better for us. And um, we have a lot of emphasis on squat, uh, on its own. And when we do back squat and front squat, that's our, that's our opportunity to challenge posture and position. Um, but, uh, you know, I know I can take a college football player and have them do power cleans all day, but I could spend a, a long time 
just trying to get him to lift heavy weights or even a full squat. And, you know, if you've got the time to do it eventually, yeah, with like a, a, a pretty experienced lift. Yeah. I mean, I don't see any problem with that, but, uh, but I think, you know, you, you see where I'm going with this. It's just, we, we believe catching in that athletic position or above parallel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, quite frankly, and I, I think, uh, Luke and I emailed Luke and Danny and I emailed about this, but I'm, I'm a little bit more impressed by somebody who can power snatch near 300 than somebody sure. who can full snatch near 300. Look, it looks prettier to full snatch. There's no, I mean, like as far as aesthetics yeah. go, you're going to get like beauty pageant awards for looking yeah. pretty in the full squat. That's Ben can, Oliver all day. He's really good at that. <laughs> yeah. And so that's my training partner, Caleb Williams. I mean, he's, you know, he's probably got the best snatch I've ever seen in person, but mm -hmm. I don't. I think one of the benefits of the power snatch for somebody like me, who's got thoracic spine mobility issues, tight shoulders from playing ice hockey my whole life, and basically bench pressing like a moron my whole life, mm -hmm. the, the, the split snatch or the power snatch actually gives me, you know, I can still get relatively decent weight overhead and not have to worry about the exact precision. And, and then I can still, I'm getting that violent hip extension, vertical plane movement, and getting some overhead work, and then squatting two or three times a week anyhow. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, even I've done Olympic lifting meets, and I did the power versions because that's what I do. And so, you know, it's it's not that uncommon, even especially for novices going into a, an O-lifting competition. So it's not that crazy. I don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Um, Denny, do we have some user questions for Callie? It looks like we do. Um, I know. Did we get Aaron oh, back? You know, no, no. I think Aaron's done. Um, it, I think his connection is gone. Um, but, but actually, Aaron did have a question about the scoring for the team series. And yeah, I, sure. I'm, I, so he writes, um, I get, or Denny, or you can read it. I can read it. It says, very interested in the coefficient you are going to use so that we can make sure that we have the right athletes and the correct lifts. And then he writes, there are two Metcons, right? The individual event. So that would be like, if I deadlift, I'm going to do the deadlift Metcon. And then there's a team one for the top three. Right. Is that right? Yeah. So I'll go to this a little bit. Um, the, uh, the formula we're, that we're using is Wilkes formula. And uh, it's pretty common, especially for like powerlifting totals. And, um, you know, if, if you guys, uh, whoever's never heard of it, they can just kind of Google it. It's pretty, it's pretty common um, coefficient though. And what we'll be doing is applying that to the individual lifter and individual lift. And that'll basically give us a, a, a like a, a set of points, like a point system. And uh, the team will accumulate a set of points based on this. And then um, that uh, those points weigh equally with the points that the, uh, the athletes uh, get. Based, basically, the Metcons are based on repetitions. So we're uh, weight evenly with the points that they receive from the repetition. Metcon, and then that will be like a 50-50 weighted uh, situation, and, and that'll determine who's top three, and then top three will move on to uh, to the final event. But in, in terms of Metcon, um, I know he was curious as to uh, if we were going to, for instance, use a percentage of somebody's one rep max in a lift. So if I, you know, if I'm if I'm you know squat 300 or whatever, am I going to are they going to take a percentage of that and have to perform it for rep? And then, you know, maybe some other movement. Um, the, the answer to that is no. And, uh, you know, we had thought about doing that logistically. It's hard, um, because we'd have to go through and, and every, 
that met on a uh, station up perfectly with a perfect percentage, but also, you know, more so, um, what we want is the Metcon to really, really play athleticism. Your time to show strength is in that CrossFit football total, and um, your time to display athleticism is in the Metcon, and it's it's not going to be easy, uh, you know. So if you've been if you've been following the site and you kind of follow the, the the power athlete methodology, then you'll be well prepared. But um, it, it's gonna it's gonna require agility. It's gonna re- require plyometrics. It's gonna require uh, you know, some endurance. And so, uh, I think, uh, I think that should be enough of like a, a definitely lateral movement will be involved. Um, so that's kind of how it's going to work. Hopefully that answers this question. Yeah. I think and one of the other questions he had is on this, I mean, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but on the sure. point system, is it going to be essentially a ranking based point system? Cause here's the deal. Like, look, if yeah. I'm, if I'm my team's deadlifter, right. Yeah. And I watch a guy pull 550. And I walk up and pull 551. I basically get the points, but that's not my max deadlift. And right. so, so where is so? Are we gaming this? Like, because he says in here, you know, one of the one of the things he hates about the ollie competitions is that you know when they're so tight, people are playing it by body weight instead of just going for it, right? Right. Um, the um, the the ranking system is uh, yeah, you will have a rank, but every point matters. So the more you lift, the more are going to differentiate you um, in your place. Does that make sense? So yeah. first place is not going to be um, equidistant to second place, a second is to third, a third is to fourth. I mean, your your ranking is your ranking. However, um, your the points are your ranking, if that, that makes sense. And, that uh, makes that's, total sense. And that's, that's kind of our emphasis on, like, not having people sandbag and not having people say, well, we, we you know, need this many points to surpass, you know, so-so team. Um, and save whatever we have for the match you know that's bullshit and uh um you know just like in a game we want we want points on a on a scoreboard so that's that's uh hopefully that will clear that up that's awesome that's great to hear that's great yeah to we hear. want people we want people going ball, balls out because uh you know that's really the only way to compete in my eyes um you know i don't i don't want anyone gaming it i'll know and i'll i'll hunt you down <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> um what other questions we got, Denny? Uh, well, Ingo, Ingo's asking uh, Ingo B. Yeah. Um, it Do looks go, like he's asking uh, about <laughs> the comments on the blog. Uh, how far back? How far back does the blog go? For those of us who follow a few days behind, should we even bother inputting? Um, if no one is checking it. You know, I mean, it, I, I can see where he's going. You I, know. Uh, I think that's a that's a that's a the, the individual, but um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not looking back on the blog. Uh, you know, three days ago, I'll look uh, up to two days ago or so. But yeah, I mean, it's if it's people like uh, the blog use has really evolved. Um, I mean, people use a place to log all their workouts. I love you know the simple two point. Uh, log of the workouts and then compare it to other athletes and then some people have it like a diary entry uh some people have, you know every injury or ailment all the things are are great <laughs> i think they're really entertaining and then i myself just use it as a form to talk shit to whoever i want to at the time <laughs> but um yeah i mean uh, i hopefully the power athlete site, power athlete hq will will kind of 
uh, evolve into a sort of a separate focus. I don't know what that is, but uh, I don't know if that answers that question or if I'm just well, rambling. <laughs> I think maybe you know, some of the listeners out there might <clears throat> get the idea that all that information goes into like the, the strength, you know, the power athlete strength headquarters, and you guys are sitting around this table with your laptops crunching the numbers creating, you know, like a bunch of mad scientists creating, like, the programming as that data comes in. So we we, we're, um, we, we have an intern. We don't have somebody doing that. I certainly don't get paid to do that. But uh, what I can say is that, um, you know, there, is, there will be a forum. Um, we hope on the Power Athlete site to do just, just that, you know, and uh, be sort of a running um, mad scientist for people games um, over a, a body. Um, and I can't say for sure because Luke, uh, he's a, he's a mad scientist in and of himself, and so he may he may be doing that. Don't think that we're not sitting around a table, their laptops out, uh, looking at all all of the comments and blog entries. We see everything, so um, that we do pay attention to it, but. Um, but uh, Luke is the data man, and he's he's probably got spreadsheet and then paper copies to back that up, and you know, like stone tablets to back that up. So I don't know. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. Um, Luke is in here, but he and I emailed um, offline this week too um, because of what I do. I'm I'm a scientist by day. Um, I also offered some of my. Um, my assistance in actually doing some long-term data analysis, looking at things like um, are people, uh, are, are diets and sleep and those sorts of things impacting performance over time in a real like quantitative fashion across some of the users on the uh, CFFB site. That's uh, like to be developed. Yeah, that's a, that's amazing. I think that'll be a, <clears throat> sort of an awesome thing to uh, to gauge progress or. Um, you know, just kind of, just kind of see how how people are in, in implementing the program in varying degrees and how it's affecting, you know, their performance in varying degrees. So I'm I'm definitely interested to see that. I know we can all talk about our kind of anecdotal stories of how it's worked for us, but uh, be nice to have a little a little data to back yeah. that up. Yeah, that's kind of mm -hmm. how I feel. Yeah, awesome. I think we have one. Do we have one more question, Denny? Uh, well, Red Bull on on the forum earlier this week. He posted the question out there uh, to anybody, really asking if one – he says, do you think you can train speed as in getting quicker? If, if one doesn't have the ideal genetics um, – or no, he's saying, do you think it's purely on genetics as far as speed or can it be trained uh, to you know, the best of your potential? Um, I mean, this it's kind of funny coming from a guy uh, whose whose name is Red Bull. Just uh, I'm sure he, yeah. I mean, you gotta just just have five of those and tell him you don't run faster. I don't know. Um, no, I mean, I think this question um, is uh, it, it's a common one, but I mean, what do you think? I mean, I, the point the the thing is, if you if you train for speed, you're going faster. Of course, there's a genetic involved. Um, and, and you may reach a, a, a point where, you know, your, your current, you know, what, what you hope they would be kind of like in the amateur profession or something like that. I mean, you reach that genetic potential, but, uh, 
obviously, if you're training for speed, you're going to get faster. It's just how much focus are you putting on? What are the intensity of the speed workouts you're doing? And I think that that's just a problem. I mean, people, people, uh, they don't know how to speed, but the answer is so simple. If you want to get faster, you have to train fast. You have to run fast. You have to be explosive off the blocks. Does that make sense? Yeah, I Absolutely. mean, it still it comes back to the old power athlete question, which is, what are you training for? If you're right. training for speed, then you're going to get faster. And I think when we talk about things like, you know, from my perspective, when you talk about things like genetic potential, I think people toss that term around like it's it's like the word the right, like oh, I've reached my genetic potential. But yeah. is your sleep optimized? Is your diet optimized? Right. Have you had the blood test done and optimized everything from probiotics to blood, whatever? I mean, there's there's lots of ways you could spend lots of money figuring out really pushing redline on your genetic potential. I don't think most of the average, um, you know, garage gymmers or CrossFitters have gone that route. Not at all. Yeah, I I, I agree, and and that's the um. It's, it's funny if you're talking about like sprinting specifically. I mean, how many boxes or how many gyms really train sprint, like the sprint work? I mean, not very, not many. And, uh, you know, even when you get people on the site, it drives me nuts when people on the site see a sprint workout and, uh, you know, we're, they're saying how, how easy the workout was or man, you know, someone difficult. Are you guys even sprinting? Are you going out? Did you, you know, take the appropriate warm up? and then make sure that every like every one of your work sets with you know, full speed are you timing them to make your work in like several seconds of your you know, your best time so um i mean all those things need to be be better when you're talking about faster yeah all right well uh danny you have any closing comments um well i guess uh kelly i'd like to know what your favorite Star Wars movie is is, is and why? Because I know me personally, I'm an Episode Three guy. I mean, that's that's what I've been waiting. That was a story I needed to see. Uh, from you know, I remember when the, the first three came out. You know, in the later seventies. I mean, I was a kid then, but I always wanted to know. You know, how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. So when that when Episode Three came out I was like it was like a, a fulfillment of my life you know I could kind of close that <laughs> chapter so uh, you're a big Star Wars buff too so I want to know what your Denny, favorite movie is. Uh, Denny you are dead to me uh, I just want to throw that out there <laughs> episode 3 are you being serious right now no episode 4 episode 4 that's uh I I I we could talk about this for hours and we're running low on time but we can have an entirely different radio episode on this this topic alone, but uh, <laughs> I appreciate you calling me out uh, in front of <laughs> everyone else is a Star Wars nerd, but I'm not, I'm not a clo- closet Star Wars fan. Like, I am open about it. It's true. There's nothing uh, to be ashamed of. Yeah. No, there's just a, you know, I'm, I, uh, I, I saw the movies as a, as a kid, um, and I didn't see them in the theater. <laughs> I'm not that old or anything, but I, I did see them and they, <laughs> and they did, they, they captivated me and I'll never forget the very first movie. So I think it, it does have some nostalgia with it. And, uh, I think you, you, it's, it's perfection. And so, uh, you know, I can, I can cheese on this all day, but, <laughs> but I won't. How do you feel about, uh, well, who was it? I don't know who it was that bought the right to the Star Wars stuff now, but they're going to do... Disney. Walt Disney? Yeah, that's yeah. right, Disney. They want to do 
um, some new ones with like Harrison Ford and. No, you know uh, what? I'm not happy about any of that. Listen, I'm a, I I'm, like I'm an old-fashioned gal, and I don't want to see I don't want to see any new movies. I didn't even want to see the you know the new movies. I didn't want to see um, one, two, and three. I didn't want to see any of those. But um, but you know you have to because you're a slave to the trilogy, and so you have to go do it. But I do not want to see any TV shows come out. You know, Harrison Ford. Uh, he's. I just want him to die a handsome. And like he was in my mind <laughs> for episode three, so that's it. Cool. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, well I'm, not, I'm an Empire guy. Uh, okay. okay. All right. So, yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thanks. That's Power Athlete Radio. Kelly, thanks for being on with us. And uh, Denny, we'll catch up next week. Awesome. Thanks again. Thanks, Kelly. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.